Hi there, I'm Dr. Duke, and welcome to The Dr. Duke Show. I am that particular Dr. Duke, and I am joined today by Vicki McKenna. Vicki, happy end of the week, and good to see you. Nice to see you as well. Yes, we talk to each other on the radio so often. It's nice to connect. People need yeah. people, right? We can All pretend right. like we're sitting in the same room together, <laughs> yes, even though nice. that's fake. <laughs> and, and we're separated by 8,000 feet of snow that just fell. So exactly. good it, to be it, warm. It, you, know, we, you know, we can pretend that it didn't happen because that's what reality is now, pretending. Yes. Hey, we are what we say we are. So if we say we are locationally challenged and we're in the same space, they can't argue with us, can they? That's true. It's my identity, in fact, being in fact, stuck in a snowstorm. I should use you as a tax deduction because l- virtually we are in the same space. So I'm going to call you. You make should. You a, um, amen. Right. Let's do that. You know what? I will. I'll back you. You, you tell the IRS they can call me. And I'll split any room. No, wait a minute. Don't uh, do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> anyway, it was, a, it was a lovely thought. And we do have, it's good to start off with some merriment because these are just ridiculous stories we have coming to you. And this one in particular has not really made national headlines. So I really want you to listen to what's happening here. We have newly released footage which shows white Ohio elementary school students being dragged, beaten, and forced by black peers to pledge loyalty to Black Lives Matter. You have, edu- you have elementary school African-American kids beating and dragging young elementary school white kids, forcing them to their knees and making them that threat of violence to proclaim Black Lives Matter. Well, I, I mean, how, how North Korean? <laughs> how, uh, I mean, it's, it's ISIS without the, without the machetes. You are going to force your enemy that is your enemy because you have been taught that the only thing that matters is skin color to their needs to force them to worship you. And nothing really is is happening. I mean, nobody's outraged about this. Of course, you flip the script, you flip the, the groups, and this becomes national news. And people probably riot and burn down police stations and light schools on fire and other such things in, in you know, outrageously outrageous outrage. But nobody seemed to be terribly outraged about this story. And yet this is now how deep the lie of anti-racism has gone. Now you have little kids processing that the skin color, if the skin color is not appropriate, if it it didn't check the right box of victimhood, then you can abuse, you can beat, you can humiliate, um, you can subjugate anybody you like. And that's your right in this country. And if somebody complains about it, they're the bad guys. They're the racists about this. So us complaining about this, of course, makes us racist. But I would like this particular video to, I would like every progressive to explain why this particular video is not horrific or why this particular action is not despicable. I don't, I want to hear them explain it. Maybe they can say, well, they had difficult childhoods or perhaps they can come up with some other lie that 250 years ago, one of their great, 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 great grand uncles was a slave in the South. Um, but I haven't heard anybody even demand an explanation for why this is okay. And this is becoming commonplace. So I'm gonna show the video and when it's done, what I'm gonna do is I'm going to play pretend liberal and try to justify this, okay? Let's, let's see how this goes. Watch the video. 
According to a Springfield police report, during recess on February 10th, a group of black students forced a group of white students to say Black Lives Matter. The report says the white students who avoided the situation were chased, dragged, or carried back to the spot on the playground. One student reportedly was punched in the head. Springfield police were called the following Monday and say they are pursuing charges against the students involved. In my mind, what this incident should provide is a teachable opportunity for discussions among the Kenwood and Springfield communities about respect for your classmates, students, and all community members each and every day. NAACP Springfield Unit President Denise Williams says she wants more information about what led up to the incident on the playground. I need to know what really is the problem and I, I want to make sure that the children involved rights are protected. So before, wow. I, before I go into my launch here, the NAACP, NAACP person is responsible, and her point is maybe those kids were baited. Maybe one of those kids. Maybe those baited. white kids had it coming. Yeah, and maybe that's you know, what she said. Maybe one of them. We said don't they, know. Maybe they mm, had it coming. They didn't. Maybe one of the didn't like Beyonce or men of the. Maybe somebody you know said something bad about LeBron James or maybe you somebody know, said all lives matter. You, you know. Yes. You know. Before I, I do want to play pretend liberal because the, the liberals won't talk about this, so we should. Also, by the way, the, 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 the white guy there who was talking, we need a conversation. That's it, no, right? No, we don't. Notice we what need, his point is. We need is. kids in juvie. Yep. We need what, kids expelled and yep. in juvie. That's what we need. The, con the time for conversation is over. We have been talking and talking and talking, and all we get is accused of racism. F the conversation. Yep. Let's start holding people accountable for criminal activity. And if you don't want to hold those kids accountable, throw their mamas in jail. And Vicki, it's the talking, the endless critical race theory talking ends. in the schools. That's what started this. The problem it's our, here. It's a national struggle session, yeah, and I am tired of it. We have talked little children into hating white kids. We've taught them. We've taught little white kids to hate themselves. We've talked them into t teaching young black kids that they are superior morally and ethically, that whatever they do, they are still victims. We talked them into this. So let's not have any more conversations, as you yeah, say. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. And they, you know, they, they, no matter what they do, beat somebody, stab somebody. You know, in the state of Maryland, Democrats have just introduced a piece of legislation that that would exempt anybody under the age of 25 from the possibility of being charged with intentional felony homicide. No kidding, because, because your brain just doesn't develop until you're about 25 years old. Meanwhile, meanwhile those 11 year olds in Maryland, I guess, can seek out trans surgery and that's a-okay. Yep. But this is a way to excuse violent behavior largely among uh, either, either poor or POCs in Maryland because of the disparity in the number of homicide charges that are being filed against young black males. Black men, let's be very blunt. You want a conversation, Mr. White dude? You want a conversation? L NAACP lady, you want a conversation? How about this for conversational? Black kids are killing people at record numbers. They are killing other black people more than anybody else. Young black men are statistically double and triple the number of their their representation in this country 
to the violent crimes that they're performing. And your response in Maryland is, well, we're, it's not the crimes that are the problem. It's people getting arrested. It's not the, the white it's people the and the black people. It's the that arrests are the that are the problem. So let's make yeah, murder. Yeah, and- let's make murder okay, because most murderers are black kids. Let's make that okay until they're 25 or so until they're 25 years old. That's for real. You can look that up if you'd like to. Um, I I imagine that's not going to pass. But then again, who knows what's going to happen in 2023. Um, But but basically, you have people saying, um, you know, our culture's a mess. You clean it up. Here, we're going to make it even messier. You clean it up. Oh, let's trash it a little bit more. You clean it up. Anybody who's made their own life a mess, that's not my problem. You're you're my problem because you caused difficulties for society at large. But your mess that you made for yourself, you clean it up. I'm tired of this. What we need is a reset to personal, a demand to personal responsibility, personal accountability, and a basic understanding of what our shared morality is. And in no under no definition of a of a free society will you find, comma. It's okay to be a racist thug because someone told you so. Not anywhere in a free society will you find that asterisk and an explanation of why it's okay for those kids to do what they did or why it's okay, um, as you see these videos all the time, not necessarily elementary kids. Um, and and we're, not, we're not supposed to even demand accountability. No, no, no. How about another conversation about systemic racism, diversity, equity, and inclusion in CRT? And by the way, why hasn't any of this DEI, CRT, nonstop hectoring about critical race theory and anti-racism, Black Lives Matter, George Floyd, you know, uh, what, whatever their names are at this point, why has none of this resulted in peace and order? Why has none of this resulted in better outcomes for black people? Why has all of this resulted in more young black males addicted, in more young black males involved in crime, in more young black males incarcerated, in more young black males dead? Tell me why your strategy is even worth considering for another millisecond. And more young black kids not going to school and more young black kids who can't yeah, read who when cares they graduate. Who cares if they're illiterate? 8% proficiency in Milwaukee. Yep. Yep. 8% proficiency for black kids reading and doing math in Milwaukee. Oh, but that's, that's my fault. That's racism's fault. You have demanded more money, more attention, more victim status, and and all that has been left in the wake is destruction. And I'm just going to say this right now. You have to hate people to do this. The Democrats hate black people, or they wouldn't accept massive numbers of illiteracy, addiction, death, homicide, incarceration, and chaos. You have to hate people to do this to them. And and I'll just say this, Democrats hate black people, period. Yeah, that's hard to argue. And let me take a moment. I want you to follow me through a train of thought. Do you remember, Vicky, that video, that horrible video, I think it was in California or New York, New York, where a homeless person was executed on the street and there was a yes. guy taking the film, uh, an African-American that was in, guy. I think that was in St. Louis. St. Louis. I'm sorry. Thank you. Yes, yes. And you remember how for about three or four minutes, an African-American male is loading his gun 
uh, on a street in broad daylight loading his gun. You've got people in a restaurant across the street filming this. He can't get the, the clip in. The, the, the trigger is jammed. Four, five, six minutes he's fiddling with his gun. The whole time on his knees on the ground beneath him is a white homeless man. This is, and the people filming this are commenting on this. They're not calling the police. And then very calmly after five, six minutes, he puts the gun to the head of the man and blows his head out. Now you think about this. If that law in Maryland were to be passed, right, that we can't arrest people for murder up until 25 because too many black kids are killing people and we don't want to send them to jail. When those elementary school kids look to be third, fourth graders, force other white kids, little white kids to their knees and stand above them. In that circumstance, if Maryland's law gets passed, they could have not just put them on their knees and punched them in the head. They could have put those kids on their knees and executed them. And according to Maryland, that would have been the fault and the problem of the dead kids, not the murderers. Unbelievable. Correct. The first thing that was asked was, what did that homeless guy sitting on the on the curb do to deserve to be shot execution style in the back of the head? I mean, that was the first question that was being asked there. Um, there were people who were saying, well, there was an altercation at a gas station. The man was sitting there defenseless, not doing anything, not bothering anybody. And for that, whether there were an, uh, was an altercation or not, it is irrelevant because that man was not a threat to anyone, and he was just executed. And, and, the, and the thug who did it has, had a felony record. You'd be shocked to learn that. Uh, and I believe was 19, he was either 19 or 23 years old. And so he'll be spending the rest of his life in prison. Black Lives Matter, right on. This is the outcome, the necessary outcome of an ideology that, that it rejects accountability that says to everyone, nothing is your fault. Every action of yours is someone else's agency. This is the necessary outcome. How does this help the guy who just executed a man and put himself in prison for the rest of his life? Somebody gonna say black lives matter or are they gonna gripe? Are they gonna gripe that that white homeless guy by virtue of the fact that he was white somehow triggered PTSD? and caused that young black male to relive his life in a world of systemic racism. I don't, I, I mean, there, there is any number of different kind of mental gymnastics and you know, intellectual masturbation that will happen in order to justify this because the left is not about good outcomes. They're about destruction. And that's why you will never see anyone say, oh, stop, we gotta do something different. Anybody who actually cared about people would stop what they're doing now and do something different. So understand that. I want right now, because no one's ever said this before, as far as I know, we're going to create a new movement and it's going to call, we're going to call it black, B-L-A-C, black. I love it. Black lives are cheap. This is the progressives, right? We don't care about black lives. This new movement, black, is going to point out that every time a black kid kills a black kid, every time some black thug kills another black thug, thug, all this violence in the African-American community, we don't want to ask African-Americans to fix it. White people point to this and say, this is why white racism is evil when blacks kill blacks. Black lives don't matter to liberals, as you just said. Black lives are cheap. 
When black, black people kill black people, liberals have nothing to say. Where are the liberals about what this talk, story we're talking about now? Where are they? Where is how, one? How about, Good. Exactly. And how about all of the dead black, young black men under the age of 35 from opioids, from fentanyl? Right from the poison that's coming across the southern border. 70% of deaths are male, and the, the largest category, the largest proportion are black men. How yeah. about abortions? There was a few years ago that more black children were aborted in New York City than were actually born. You're right. Black lives are cheap. You got it. When it to the progressives, they are cheap. They are disposable. They, you know, black lives, black literacy, whatever. It is completely okay with all of the white progressives and all of the people grifting on this, on this, you know, this, this power structure, this, this, I get, let's call it the progressive industrial complex. So many people are making so much money. So many white people are concentrating so much more power. And I'm just going to say this. If you are black and you believe this, you are a sucker. You know, um, that's the, maybe a good point, a pl place at which to end the story is to point out, though, you know, uh, keep voting for Democrats, right? Uh, you'll get what you're, you're going to get conned. in those very rare instances where a white cop kills a black cop, uh, suspect for no reason. They're very rare. You're going to get all the support, African-Americans, from the Democrats you could possibly want. They will be on your side. The rest of the time, when you're killing each other and being killed by each other, the Democrats not only don't care. Uh, they create the circumstances that allows that murder to go on. So you go ahead. Oh, and then they keep, create the circumstances yeah. to make sure that murder doesn't get punished. Yep. Keep pushing the lever for Democrats. We have another story here uh, still to come. An Arizona school board member says school districts should reject hiring teachers with Christian values because they're not safe. Black murderers are safe. Christian teachers are not. Coming up next. So the story we just talked about, which I think was necessarily graphic and definitely impactful. I urge you to watch this, the first part of this show. Uh, but the second part is equally dangerous. So we talked about in the first half how uh, the left is excusing, apologizing for, and promoting violence on, on a black-on-black -black nature with, because we don't want to punish anybody sent to jail. Now, what could be one of the main tools to fix this problem worldview, Christianity, back to biblical principles, back to the gospels and loving thy enemy. We now have a, the only thing the liberals will attack is Christianity. And so take a look again at that headline. Uh, a queer, an interestingly odd queer cat ears clad school board member says, district should not hire teachers from a Christian university. Play this very disturbing video. When I go to Arizona Christian University's website, and I'm taking this directly from their website. Above all else, be committed to Jesus Christ, accomplishing his will and advancing his kingdom on earth as in heaven. Part of their values is influence, engage, and transform the culture with truth by promoting the biblically informed values that are foundational to Western civilization, including the centrality of family, traditional sexual morality, and lifelong marriage between one man and one woman. I want to know 
without bringing people from an institution that is ingrained in their values that will very directly, one, impact three of your board members who are a part of the LGBTQ community. We have added our pronouns at the dais. Are we only performing performative solidarity or are we going to dig deep and actually look at the partnerships that we're doing? There you go. Well, I just want to say one thing that people who actually speak like that emphatically when it is not required, (laughs) um, I would have liked to have grabbed those cat ears and tossed them in the trash and said, lady, you need to understand the economy of words. But she's she's got a fursona, you know, so it's all good. It's okay. She can be in your kid's classroom. It's totally fine. She wants to teach your kids about anal and oral and, and you know, a butt play and sex toys and kink and BDSM and all. That's fine. But, boy, it's those Christians who have a traditional view of morality, uh, family, and put Jesus Christ first, who happens to be God. Um, those are the people who you need to worry about and be afraid of. Yeah, and the core values of Christianity across, and another uh, board member seconded what she said, the core values of Christianity and Western civilization and uh, the nuclear family, these are all now not just bad choices, they're hate speech. That's that's what they're telling you. Yeah, God is hate speech. Uh, God is, we got to reject God overtly at this point. So who's replacing God? What is replacing God? Morality, the underpinning, or the underpinning, uh, pinned, uh, you know, argument for human rights itself is Christianity. So, what, what's going to replace Christianity, and how is that going to impact human rights, her rights, when someone decides that she's too much of a kooky whack job? to be trusted in any position of authority. And she can claim, I am a person of color, I have, I'm non-binary, I have a persona as a cat. But at some point, it comes for her. And what's she gonna point to to say that's not fair? It's not a persona, it's a fur-sona. Fur-sona, that's right. (laughs) but I have For, to ask. But it's not, but that's fake, remember? No, it's not even real. We didn't, we, we lied about that. It, we only have a minute yeah. and a half left. I, I'm just gonna feed you one quote from this woman and let you use the rest of our time because I think you're gonna go off, right? Here's what she said. Proselytizing is embedded in how Christianity teaches. And I just don't believe that belongs in schools. Proselytizing doesn't belong in schools. <laughs> I mean, it, is it, is, are, do they know they do this? Do they know that, you know, they're stepping on, the, on, a, on a giant rake with a sign that says hypocrisy on it? Do they know? Do they care? I've always said hypocrisy is a condition of humanity, but it's a metastasized cancer of the left. And she just proved me right. She doesn't even understand that what she is doing in, in censoring and rejecting, by the way, using the government to attack Christianity, which is, let's say it, unconstitutional, something else she probably rejects. Um, but she, she, it doesn't occur to her that what she wants to replace proselytizing is proselytizing. 
Yeah, she's a stage four hypocrite. Remove the feeding tube. It's over. No brain activity. Yeah, she you know, is. Wh why are these uh, people leading? Honestly, these people, all of them, you put them at the back of the pack. They're they're the they're the wildebeest that get picked off by the lions. What the hell are we doing? Putting them at the front of the pack. Put them at the back of the pack. Let the lions pick them off. Throw them under the bus, not put them in the back of the bus. That is going to wrap up this show. If you have any questions, the bus. <laughs> that does wrap up the show. If you have any, we're going to be laughing for this for hours, the hypocrisy. And if that's going to wrap up the show, uh, if you please do have any questions, comments, or you want to support the show, simply visit drdukeshow.com. For all of us at the Dr. Duke Show, you need us people. We're on the wall telling you this stuff. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next time.